Hello everybody, it's uh, Kyle Cruz and uh, you're listening to the KC at the Movies podcast. This is a post-Oscars uh, reaction discussion, I guess. Um, I've got a lot of thoughts about what it went down today in this very odd ceremony. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it felt something about it felt a bit off. And um, I just want to look at the winners, give them my reaction to those and um, talk about my picks and everything because... I know I didn't send out uh, the the other podcast I uh, had done about the Oscars, which was just my picks and everything, and those weren't my definitive picks. But um, I look, I decided I didn't re- want to release that because one, I wasn't happy with it. Uh, two, it just seemed um, kind of pointless to do because the Oscars were coming up anyway, and then I was about to go on away on a trip, so I didn't have time to you know um, edit that and put that out there. Um, and then it was mostly just because I just thought it was kind of pointless and I don't know, these Oscars weren't that strong anyway this year. So, um, you know, but I still got my thoughts. Uh, so I figured, yeah, I'd watch the ceremony today. Um, and, uh, I'd, um, just record now and, um, give you my thoughts on these. Now this is going to be just a nice, short, um, unedited podcast. So the arms will be staying in, sorry, <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, I just want to give my uh, my reactions on these, and uh, we'll talk about them. So I've got Vulture's list up right now, and um, they're starting a production design, which is weird. Obviously, I thought that would start like supporting um, actor or something, but uh, they're starting a production design now. The nominees were The Father, Myronius, Black Bottom, Mank, News of the World, and Tenant, and uh, you know, I went went to Mank. Now I was pretty happy with this one, and. and According to my own personal ballot, I uh, I had Mank down for this one. Um, it I, it was one of the Oscars that I knew it was going to get, um, along with like Made in Sound or Cinematography. But you know we'll talk about those in a minute. But yeah, Mank taking this not really a surprise. Uh, I think its only big contenders were probably Ma Rainey's and maybe The Father. But um, Mank getting that not not a surprise. I was I was pretty happy with that anyway. Uh, moving on to best visual effects, Tenet ended up taking that one over Love of Monsters, The Midnight Sky, Mulan, and the one and only Ivan. Um, yeah, not a surprise at all. Uh, I had Tenet on my personal ballot as well, and uh, well, not really a surprise there. I mean, it's got fucking great visual effects. You can say what you want about the film, but the technical filmmaking was um, a masterclass. So, uh, you know, not the sound design, though. Not the sound design. Uh, best documentary short went to Colette. Uh, now, the only... This documentary short I did see in this one was a concert, it was a conversation, and I didn't think it would get it anyway, um, even though I did like it. Uh, my pick was a love song for, for um, excuse me, a, a love song for Latasha, um, but it ended up going to Colette, so I think I need to check it out now, or maybe I won't, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, that was when I was born pretty strong on. I did lose that on the personal ballot too, because I think I did pick loves, like I just said, I picked a love song for Latasha, and, and Colette ended up taking that one. Best animated short. Um, this one, I got it right. I, I I was going to pick Burrow because that was the one that was before Soul, and most Pixar shorts do end up winning. But if anything happens, I love you. Now, I haven't seen it, but um, I knew this was going to be the one that we're taking. It's a very, very strong short. It's very emotional, and it's about something very important as well. So um, I thought it would take it. It did. I'm happy it won. Best live action short went to Two Distant Strangers. Um, hadn't seen any of these. 
I normally never see the shorts, um, and that's just um, that's just because I just you know I mainly focus on the um, you know the main awards, um, and sometimes you can't even see these. But these were some of these were available to watch, but I just never got around to seeing them. So you know, congrats to Tutors and Trainers for that one. I got this one wrong. I'm pretty sure. I think I said the letter room. I wasn't sure about this one. Uh, best sound uh, went to Sound of Metal. Um, I did pick Sound of Metal for this one. I wanted Sound of Metal to win, and it did take it. So I am very happy with that. Um, now that Mank was the other one, I thought maybe it ha was Sound just because of how it sounded. Um, <laughs> wow, um, just because of how it was edited, and um, the sound was edited, and um, yeah, the, well they broke the sound. They well they didn't sorry they didn't break it up. They pushed the two categories together, editing and mixing, just uh, just sound now. So I still think it should be editing and mixing because they're two different, very, uh, two very different things. Um, but yeah, Sound of Metal, happy went to that. I had Sound of Metal as well on my personal ballot, so happy with that one. Best film editing uh, went to Sound of Metal. And uh, this one was a bit of a surprise for me because in my personal ballot, I did have Trial of the Chicago 7. And I, I do think that editing in that movie is fucking flawless. And um, I do like the editing as well on Promise Young Woman. Uh, the Father in Nomadland. I have no opinion on The Father because, again, I haven't seen it. And it looks like I would have to watch it now um, after this win. Uh, but um, I think I had... Yeah, I, well, I did. I had Trial of Chicago 7. So I ended up missing out on that one on the personal ballot. But happy it went to Sound of Metal. I can't complain about that. That is a fantastic movie. Best Caution Design went to Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Um, it ended up defeating Emma, Mank, Mulan, Pinocchio. This one was the one I thought Emma might get, um, even though that film I found very boring, but its costumes and production design were um, were very, very nice to look at. I'll say that. But it went to my own black bottom, and i um, happy for those as well. I can't complain there. I, yeah, I'm happy with that one. Best make one hairstyling was uh, also... Mara and his black bottom. It seems to be a two for um, one for is it two for two, one for two? What's the fucking saying? I don't know. Uh, one two punch. I get that's it. One two punch with these uh, these two categories, and uh, Matt Ryan's Matt uh, black bottom ended up taking this one as well. Now, best cinematography. Now, this is where I thought this was where I wasn't too sure, but I kind of thought Mank would get it, but at the last second. I think I'd put on my personal ballot. I'm just checking it now. Yeah, I put it Judas and the Black Messiah for Sean Bobbitt's cinematography. I should have kept it for fucking Mank because I did say when uh, it, I did talk about Mank and Sound of Metal that Mank would, would get the cinematography Oscar um, because it's just some really, really nice stuff. Um, the tracking shots um, and the uh, the close-ups. I mean, there is some lovely stuff in there. People are saying it's just for the black and white. No, I think um, the cinematography for Mank was still pretty, um, pretty very, uh, not pretty, very good. Uh, so this is what happens when <laughs> you leave all this shit in. You can't edit it. Um, yeah, happy with this. Happy with Mank. I, I don't have a problem here, actually, with Mank getting this one. And um, it got it. So I should have fucking kept it on my personal ballot but i didn't um best adapted adapted screenplay now best adapted screenplay went to the father which was um surprising i thought it would matt i thought it would go to nomadland 
maybe one like Miami for Camp Powers, um, but went to the father. And uh, yeah, I, again, haven't seen it. I have no opinion. So happy for the people uh, that won this one. I Again, these all these winners, I'm not angry at all. I'm just surprised. Um, just surprised. So yeah, well done to the father for that one. Original screenplay. This, um, I thought, was going to go to Judas, or it was going to go to um, maybe Minari, and maybe this was going to be the ones that Minari was going to take out, but no. Ended up going to Emerald Fennell for A Promising Young Woman, which was my favorite movie from last year. Um, happy. Very happy for it. Just listened to a uh, writing podcast as well um, of uh, Emerald talking to Jerry Cole on the uh, Writers Guild of America podcast and um loved what she had to say here and um uh, you know about the process and and um how it all came together and uh look it's a it's a good screenplay it's a good screenplay um i haven't looked at it uh you know just the script itself but the way it played out it had a very unpredictable ending um it, it's a satisfying ending it's one of those stand up and chat uh stand up and cheer endings and uh yeah happy for emerald no, but a surprising win. I thought it would go to Judas and Minari, but Promising Young Woman took uh, original screenplay. Now, original song, I wasn't... This is the one, another one I just wasn't too sure about. Uh, but I ended up picking the right one, it seems, because I did put up my personal ballad, Fight For You, from Judas and the Black Messiah, and it did end up taking home the uh, award for the original song. It's a good song. It's a fucking good soundtrack, and you need to listen to it. Uh, it's a really, really good soundtrack. And uh, I'm pretty sure you just go on Spotify right now and listen to it. And uh, the film itself, watch Judas and the Black Messiah. It is a solid, solid film. Uh, original score. Now, this one was a... Okay. Like, I should have expected this one, but um, this one was still surprising, I guess. Um, I really wanted um, Emil Mysterio for Minari to win because uh, I fucking love Minari's score. Um, I think it is quite universally loved anyway by a lot of people. And it was my favorite score from last year. Um, but, you know, Trent Rosanaticus Ross from Mank, Trent Rosanaticus Ross for Soul, and John Baptiste uh, for Soul. Sorry, more mainly John Baptiste, I guess, for Soul, because he ended up um, doing the speech. Um, look, again, I don't know why I am surprised, but I am kind of surprised. Uh, I really wanted a mill to get that one for Minari. And I did have that on the personal ballot, but I ended up going to John Baptiste and Reznor and Ross for Soul. It's a good score. I can't complain there. It's a fucking good score, so I can't complain. Uh, best documentary feature. That this one, I'm a little iffy on because what the f what? <laughs> um, I just my octopus teacher really. Um, I really wanted time to for this one. Um, Garrett Bradley's. Um, uh, documentary on Amazon Prime about um, you know this this couple that was over their life that they uh, you know they were separated uh, because the husband had to go to jail and you know falsely accused and wrongly accused as well and spent a lot of time in jail and she the documentary documents her um, pretty much her life while she's waiting and and the, the growing up of her sons and everything and it's a fucking it's a emotional and beautiful and beautiful documentary i really thought time would take it but hello octopus teacher talk documentary feature um yeah surprising 
surprising. I've seen Octopus Pichu as well, and it's it's fine. <laughs> it's fine, I guess. Uh, I really wanted time to take that, but uh, no, time. Uh, Doc, Octopus Teacher ended up taking that. I did really like the speech, though. I did really like the speech. Uh, animated feature. Now this one, like I knew it was going to go to Soul, but I really was pulling for Wolf Walkers here. Um, I like Wolf Walkers more than Soul. I think Soul is still a great film, but it has just you know a few shortcomings in my opinion. Uh, mainly the body switch stuff. I'm just not a fan of that. And uh, I think it's been done already better as well. Uh, but and Wolf Walkers, man, like you, you got the running with the wolves. You got that great animation. It's just like old story story fantasy um you know, fantasy storybook just explosion um of imagination um and you know carton sloan did a great job of um putting that together and i really i was hoping for it man i was really hoping wolf walkers would get it but i knew soul would get it um i put soul i know it sucks i put soul my personal ballot too because i just knew it would fucking get it pixel always sweeps this one so and it, and it did it went to pete doctor for soul um i forget who the other person was but it went to soul uh international feature was my personal ballot too loved one for this one yes it went to another round thomas vinterberg for another round and his speech was very very emotional loved his speech about dedicating it to his daughter and it was yeah, it was very emotional. Love that shit out the Mads. And uh, it's a great film. It's a fucking great film. And uh, it it deserved the win here. Um, I Look, I haven't seen any others, but I just knew it was going to take it because it was so universally loved. Everyone's loved it. So I'm um, happy with that one. Taking that win. Best Supporting Actor. Um, also had this on my personal ballot as well. Daniel Kaluuya took that home as well. He'd been sweeping this whole award season, so happy that Daniel Kaluuya took that one. Um, I wouldn't have minded either if Paul Racy got it for Sound of Metal, but, you know, it did go to uh, Daniel Kaluuya. Happy for that. Loved his performance as Fred Hampton in Judas and the Black Messiah. I think it's a very strong performance. I also think Lakeith's performance also as well, and he got the shared edge in the speech, but... I thought he was really, really good as well. Poor Racer was fantastic as well on the side of the middle. But yeah, I'm happy it went to Daniel Kaluuya. Um, I think if it went to like Sasha or Leslie even, I just, no. I, it, it went to the right person, I think. Uh, best Supporting Actress, uh, Yujin Jung took that for Minari. Wow. Happy, very, very happy for her. Um, she is fantastic in Minari. Um I would have actually liked in this category, I think I talked about it, I mean, you wouldn't know because I didn't fucking release it, but um, I would have actually liked to see um, who plays, I think it's R, oh, just bear with me for a second here. No, it's just not going to come up. Okay. Uh, what's her name? Excuse me for a second. Uh, um, yeah, uh, is it Yuri Han? No, it's not, right? Is it Yuri Han? I don't think it is. No, it's not. No, no. Because that, that's that's the daughter, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's the daughter. Oh, my God. Why have they put them in this order? Why have they put them in this order?
Or was it Yuri here? What the fuck? Maybe I'm... <laughs> Maybe it was. Oh, the, the mother is... Monica, I think, right? Oh my god, how have I not got this right? <laughs> okay, it might be her. It might be her. Um, yeah, I thought she was also great as the um, um, Jacob's wife in uh, Minari, but very happy went to Yuzhingo. Um Very happy with that one. Would have liked to see... Wouldn't have minded if um, Bakaleva took it, but um, I guess it's not meant to be nominated <laughs> in that category. Best director went to, rightly so, went to Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. I was born for her. She's been sleeping all awards season. She won the PGA. No, she won't. Sorry, she won the DGA. And um, happy, 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 happy that she got this. And I loved her speech about being good to each other. Um, it was really well deserved work. Deserved win, sorry, for some great work. Um, very happy for her. I would have mind if it went to Lee Isaac Chung, um, but happy went to Chloe. Best actress went to this one. Also, was a surprise because it was a, it was a tight race. It was a tight race, and uh, ended up going to Frances McDormand from Nomadland. Loved the performance in the movie, but on my personal ballot, I think I had I had Carrie at one point, and then I changed it to Vanessa again, and then I put it back to Carrie, and I ended up having Carrie, I think, on the final personal ballot, and then. And then, out of all odds, Frances McDormand comes through and takes it for Nomadland. And, uh, look, she's great in the movie. Um, but I think my pick would have been for Kirby or Mulligan. Um, but, you know, she's great. I can't I can't argue with it. She's, a, she's great in the movie. Gives a great performance. It is a great film. Um, yeah, that's just quite surprising, in my opinion. And then Best Actor went to... Um, Anthony Hopkins for The Father. Now, on my personal ballot, I I had Bozeman. I had Chadwick because Chadwick was kind of sweeping the pre-awards season and um, he was, he was I, I thought, I definitely thought he was going to get the, you know, the posthumous win. But um, halfway through the ceremony, not even lying, halfway through the ceremony, I kind of just had this change in my mind. I was like, oh, fuck, no, 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 scribble out. Anthony Hopkins for The Father. There's just a lot of chatter, I guess, while I was watching it. And, um, yeah, Anthony Hopkins ended up taking it for um, The Father. I would have liked to see Chadwick get it from my Rainies. I would have loved to see Riz Ahmed get it. I would have loved to see Stephen Yeun get it. The only person that I didn't really think deserved it was Gary Oldman from Mank. I thought it was fine. Um, he gave a great drunk performance, but I just thought it was fine. Um, I would have loved to see Stephen Ewan or uh, mostly I think Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal. But went to Anthony Hopkins for The Father. I have no opinion on his performance because I haven't seen it. I just changed into personal ballot just because I just had a flip in my mind, I guess. <laughs> so look at that. Anthony Hopkins ended up taking it. I guess I have to watch The Father now. Um, I'm, I'm just hesitant because it's a, it seems like some <laughs> fucking heavy content. But, you know, um, I guess I got to watch his performance now because I want to see how good it was. And then, not for the last award of the night, they did pitch it before acting. I don't know why. My my kind of hunch is that they saved acting till last because Anthony Hopkins wasn't there and he couldn't give a speech. So I think that they might have been like, well, he's not going to give a speech. We can just wrap it up. They went over like four minutes over anyway. 
and um, it's like, you know, he's not there. Let's just um, give him the award. He's not there to get the speech. Let's wrap it up and just, and then Quest Love can take us out. So, <laughs> um, yeah, weird, weird structured, weirdly structured ceremony, and some just weird things went down. The trivia was fun. Glenn Close twerking was was, was a lot, um, but you know, good honor. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was a, just weirdly how it was structured. It was just an odd vibe. Anyway, best picture went to Nomadland. Um, I had this one on my personal palette as well. It swept beforehand. It got it got the PGA. So usually that's a telegraph for winning best picture. Sometimes you can get the upset, but no. Normally, you know, with all the wins for directing and um, actress and everything, Nomadland, Nomadland getting their best picture. I would have loved if Minari got it. I would have loved if Sound of Metal got it. Uh, I would have loved if the Father got it. Uh, like, I mean, I wouldn't have minded it. Sorry, if the Father got it because um, people will love that film and um but i would have loved to see minari got get it or sound of metal i think those are my two i was really rooting for or even judas i would have loved if judas got it as well because that's just a, again like i said that's just a solid solid movie and Sharker king just black and blew me away um the only one i would have <laughs> didn't want to get this trial of chicago 7 um uh, just you know it's not a bad film but it's just compared to these ones i just don't think it has I just didn't leave the less. I just left the uh, least impact, I guess. But I went to Nomadland. I'm not. I'm not um, against it. I'm happy for it. I'm happy for Chloe. Happy for the people that worked on it. And it is a really good film. So if you haven't checked out Nomadland, I mean, it's coming to Disney Plus uh, on the Star section on April 30th. So um, if you want to get a chance to check it out, Nomadland will be there um, this week. Friday? Friday this week. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that'll do it. It was an odd ceremony. It was a really odd ceremony. It didn't start at midday. It started at 10. And then it went to 1. And usually it goes from midday to 3. Um, it was a really odd ceremony. I had to sign up for 7 Plus Networks. So that was fun. Because <laughs> um, I just don't have free-to-air TV. So I, you know, mostly have streaming services. So, yeah. Some... It's just weird. It was a really odd ceremony. I mean, the aspect ratio would change as well. Usually it goes full screen. But it was letterboxed this time around. There was different locations. And I guess that's what a pandemic will do to your, uh, will do to your ceremony and, and how you present things. So it was odd. I still liked all the winners, though. Um, hopefully we can come back stronger next year with a better pre presentation and um, another lineup of strong contenders. But... Overall, I'm pretty happy with it. I don't mind how it all went down um, with the winners anyway. And um, yeah, had a good time. So that is that will do. And, um, you know, just again, sorry for being away for a while. Um, when I ended up going on a trip and um, had to work on some personal stuff again. Um, life's a bitch like that. Just gets in the way. Just says, uh, hey, hey. Why don't you uh, why don't you stop doing that thing you love doing and uh, <laughs> deal with this for a bit? Uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, thank you for listening. And um, if you're a fan of the MCU, this week's podcast will be definitely for you. Um, I've got some thoughts on the TV shows that have aired so far on Disney Plus, and uh, mostly about WandaVision. There might be some thoughts about Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but uh, I'm going to be about WandaVision this week, and I've got a lot of thoughts on that. It did end a while ago, but I've still got those thoughts and I still want to talk about it. So, yeah, 
Stay tuned this week for the WandaVision podcast and uh, stay tuned to the YouTube channel because the best of March will be going up super late, but this is how we do it. So uh, best of March will be going up uh, sometime this week as well. Have a great night and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Peace.